agreement. Whether you know it or not, you are using agreement, the power of agreement, either for good or for bad in your own life. You just don't know it. Hopefully, we will make this clear today. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we are going to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are reading it out of the Amplified Bible. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. And it reads as such in our hearing. It will be up on the board screen before you. And it reads as such. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. You, if you can write into your Bible, masterpiece. Recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which he predestined, that means planned beforehand for us. Taking paths or taking the journey which he prepared ahead of time. That we shall walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Amen. 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 Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask that you would move Tracy out of the way. Allow your glory, your power, your excellency to fall fresh. Give freedom of utterance. Give power not only to preach, but also to hear and to receive. Allow us to come into agreement with, with what you have already done. Thank you, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our understanding, Lord. Even now, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's already done. Your victory's already won. We, we, we say that's true, that sounds good, but can I add an additional part to that? But we have to agree with it and go get it. Because we can miss what's already done. Did you, did you hear that? You can miss it. Let me explain. Last week, we went to Numbers 14, and we talked about the children of Israel. 
And we talked about that God had already given them the promised land. He had brought them throughout of Egypt. He did it strong with a strong hand with ten plagues. But if you go back and read it, they complain every plague. Every time God did something, they complain. And God actually says they complain these ten times. And even now, they don't agree with me that I'm going to take them to the promised land. Since they don't agree with me, I'm going to give them what they agree with. Oh, I'm talking about the power of agreement. Listen, listen, even though God already has done it, already planned it in your life, prearranged it, already finished it, if you don't watch your mouth, your attitude, and your action, you will get stuck in. We have a responsibility to press through and don't allow life, life, to stop. Listen, life is going to happen. <laughs> And some of us are sitting back and we still are looking at the past when we need to be moving forward. Listen, listen. He said that life was going to happen. But in spite of, God has already told you, I have made you an overcomer. I have made you victorious. But watch this. We have to be in agreement with what he's saying about us. You know what's so funny? I went back and checked it out. Checked it out in, let's see, Numbers 14, 40, and 43. After God said, okay, I'm going to give you what you say. Since you say I brought you out here for you to die in the wilderness, since you keep on saying it, I'm going to give it to you. Guess what they do now? They said, never mind, God. We're going to go over into the promised land. And you know what God says? No, no, no. No. There is an expiration date on your blessing. <laughs> Some of, hold on, one of the most frustrating things is once the door is shut, did y'all hear that? Once the door is shut, and now you realize what you missed, to try to go back and open up the door and it won't open. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I bring this home a little bit more? Have you, have you ever been told when you was a child that you were supposed to be in the house at a certain time? And this was before you had the house key? And you played outside too long? And when you call yourself sneaking in, the door was locked? <laughs> That's bad enough. But watch this. Mama and Daddy may feel sorrowful for you and let you in. You may get a whipping, but at least you get up in your bed. 
But in the blessings of God, once the time is expired, he don't care how much you cry, how much you weep, you miss out on what he has. Listen, listen. It's bad when you settle for this when you could have had this. It's bad when when God showed. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I know you won't understand, but God will put your face in it. And what I mean by that is, listen. They, they walk around the wilderness and they can see how fruitful the promised land was and couldn't go get it. Yes, sir. You know why? Yes, God says, you did not take me at my word. You did not have respect for me. And you kept on saying what you wanted to say. That's rebellion. So I'm going to give you what you say. Uh-huh. Who are you agreeing with? The power of agreement is in our mouth and in our will, and God has enabled us to agree with him. But when I don't, when you don't keep saying the word, and we say an opposite what he says in my life, that I limit how far I can go in what he has for me. Some of us are stuck, but we're not stuck because the devil got us stuck. We're not stuck because God got us stuck. We, we're stuck because we refuse to take God at his word. The power of agreement is I have the ability to agree with God in spite of what may be happening to us right now. If I don't have an agreement of hope, I will lose my way. Listen, we got to quit letting our circumstance dictate how high you can fly. I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. And even when you don't feel like it, it don't look like it, you got to learn to open up your mouth and say so. The power. We use this verse all the time. When two or three are gathered, touching on one accord. You know, put down your pen for a minute, man. Put down your pen. The problem with that verse is we don't take it far enough. Because we take it as though if we agree, there's power. That's not what it says all the way. What it says is this. He said, he said, as we follow him, what are you agreeing on? The reason why there's more power with two is that he encourages me, I encourages him, because apparently we don't have what we're believing in yet. Oh, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't catch that. Listen, I don't have to believe it if I already got it. So apparently, I'm in a situation that is different than what the word has promised me. The problem sometimes is we allow our circumstances that is not, I'll come back to you. 
I'll come back to it. The hard thing is this. Your circumstance can be contrary to what God is saying to you. Have you been there? You sing in one thing, you believe in one thing, but that's not where you're at. That's not how you feel. See, 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 hold, hold. Faith means that I'm believing God for something I don't see yet and not where I'm at yet. And I'm trusting God to take me there in spite of my current circumstances. Let me show you how powerful this is. I agree with God even though I don't see it yet. In fact, you may be going through H-E-L-L. And the only thing that's making you have any little bit of sanity is you trust God to bring you out of it. They don't speak to anybody. If people knew your story, they wouldn't believe that your story is true. But what kept you in the midst of your struggle, you had a faith in the God that was bigger than your circumstance. And instead of allowing your circumstance to speak to you, you started speaking to your God about your circumstance and standing on what he said to you. My, my brother and sister, you best get this. You know why I say that? I don't think the world going to get any better. I think the world going to get worse. For us as Christians, he has promised his protection and his covering, but you got to stand on what he says and walk in what he says, or else you are standing outside of the covering because you don't believe it. It's already worked out for the children of Israel. They didn't go get it. I wonder today. How many are going to go get it? Because some of us just go to church to go to church right now. Everything I'm saying is going over their heads. Right now, they ain't here. Some of us get happy, but when it gets tough, you got to let go. No, you got to control your mouth. Because if I speak to myself, now watch this. And then if I touch and agree with something, I can't let anybody speak to me. You know why? I'm fighting too hard to maintain what I believe. I got some expectations on the table, and if you're going to come to me talking smack, I'm not going to talk to you very long. I'm going to be polite, but I'm going to politely. I can't agree with you. There's an agreement. You are agreeing with something. You are allowing something to get into your thinking, into your speech. 
if your thinking and speech is not full with the word of God, then you are agreeing with somebody else. Can I prove this? John chapter 10, verse. We only go to, we only go to verse 10, but we need to start at verse 9. We need to start at verse 9. He said, I am the door. If anyone enters in through me, he will be saved. Listen. He will live or he will have life because he came to give life more abundantly. He said, I will come, he will come in and out and he will be, he will go out freely and he will find pastures. No pastures, what you eat, what nourish you. He's talking about sheep. My question is, what are you feeding your spirit? You hear what I'm saying? Listen, you are what you eat. If that's true physically, it's true spiritually. Jesus is talking about spiritual food here that I come to take you where you need to go and I will feed you. I will feed you what you need. Now, now let's go to verse 10. He says, the thief comes only he has listen he has an agenda he has a mission statement he don't want to bless you he don't have nothing good for you come on y'all just get on the bus we're going to california but i don't have a map i don't have a navigational system i'm just gonna drive I hope we get there. I don't know where I'm going. You know, we, we're going to end up somewhere. We're going, we need to get to California. But I'm just going to go however I feel like going. And I don't have a navigational system. And I don't have a map. But come on and go with me. You go with me, won't you? We're giving each other the eye. <laughs> you know what? If that doesn't make sense, why are you living your life like that? He said, I came to help you navigate life through the, through the tears, through the ups and downs. I will help you get the end result. And the end result is that you are victorious. So watch this. And you can't make it on your own because you don't even know how to get there. And if you don't agree with me, you are agreeing with Satan. And he's out to kill, steal, and destroy you. And you think that life is just for you to live and you're going to use me on Sunday. No, your life is created by me. I created you for my glory. I got purpose for you. I got destination for you. I got a path already laid out with your name on it. The blessings are prearranged. Your victory is prearranged. All you got to do is stay on the path I laid out for you and I will get you there. 
the trouble, around the holes. I will get you there. The wolf will come and I will protect you. I'm your shepherd. That's what this is really all about. And whenever you and I take it out of his hands, we are on our own. See, I came to give you life, I said, and life overflowing, life abundantly. Come on, I said, as long as you are following me, I'll pour into you everything you need. Life is hard, but Jesus is good. You know what? You know what I'm amazed at? When we was kids, our parents covered us. That's why a lot of times, unless kids have hard time, as kids and some kids do, their, their relationship with God, they don't really know him that well because we are being God for them. We, we help make them decide. We make them make certain decisions at a certain age. But, but sooner or later, the reason why you bring them to church is life gets real, real, real fast when they're out on their own. And, and when life hits you in your stomach and your mouth, you better have something to lean on. You better know. Listen, listen, parents. You cannot protect your kids all their life. At some point, you got to let them live life, or else what happens is you have a, 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 you have a baby at 40. You got to learn to step back and still be their friend so that when life hits, they trust you to run to you because life will teach you. My question is this. Life's going to happen. Tell your neighbor, life's going to happen. But are you allowing life to take you deeper? If we're going to build a skyscraper, before we build a skyscraper, we dig the foundation. Now watch this. The higher we're going to build up, the lower we got to go. Because the foundation got to hold the weight of the structure going up. If it's not going to be high, the foundation don't have to be dug that deep. But if I'm going to build the Sears Tower, I'm going to have to dig as low as I go high. Some of us don't understand that the reason God took you through what you've been through instead of getting bitter, God meant for it to take you deeper. The reason why he took you deeper so he can take you higher. He can't take you higher without taking you deeper. 
and you go deeper before you go higher. Walk with me. Walk with me. I walked my father through lung cancer. When he first got diagnosed with cancer, I went on my knees and I said, Lord, heal him. And the Lord came back and said, not my will to heal him. I said, then let me walk him to the gate. His lung cancer went into tumors in his spinal cord right there. And here he is. He walks to go to the bathroom. He said, Tracy, I think I need to go sit down. He sat down on the couch and never got back up. Walked with him, taking him to radiation, taking him to chemo. The cancer went from his back into his brain. And now he would try to talk, and whatever he was thinking wouldn't come out of his mouth because the cancer was messing up the connection between his mouth and his brain. At one point in hospice, my dad said, I used to be strong enough to crush a rock. He said, Tracy, smother me because I don't like being in a position that everybody got to do everything for me. My mom gets Alzheimer's. The reason why I knew she had Alzheimer's because my mom was an expert with her diabetes, adjusting the shot. But I go over there, and she goes into these spells. Literally, I'm at school, and the Holy Spirit said, leave. At least twice, I went there, and I did not obey the Holy Spirit. She would have died because I had to take her to the hospital immediately. Here we are in the hospital, and the nurse is saying, we can't get her temperature. She said, oh, this thermometer must be broke because there's no way her temperature could be that low. When they got another thermometer. Now this one must be broke. Got another one, she said, oh, she's dying. She's losing body temperature. And they immediately went to warm her up. I came from school, major test. I'm sitting at school, and God said, go home. Go to your mom's house. Walked her through Alzheimer's to the place she forgot how to walk. And she's in a nursing home, and she said, Tracy, you're going to do this to me and leave me at a place like this? Listen to me. Deep stuff. I'm, not, I'm just touching the iceberg of stuff I've been through. I'm just touching the top. But the reason I can walk with people through what they've gone through, because I've been through yes, it. Sir. Yes, sir. I know how to navigate. Come here. I know how to navigate people. Why? Because I've been there myself. I did not allow what I've been through to embitter me. I allow it to build a foundation deeper that when other folks walk through it, I can navigate with them the pitfalls, the hurt, the ups and downs of it. Why? Because I've been there. What is God, what can God trust you with 
that you can bless somebody else because God will make your heart beautiful in somebody else's eyes. God has to be able to process you without you quitting, without you getting bitter, without you getting full of yourself. But say, Lord, I trust you and I agree with what you're doing in my life. There has to be an agreement so that God can take you higher, use you at a higher level. Let me show you agreement. Let me show you agreement. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. It's the Lord's prayer. He said, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know what he's saying? He said, Lord, your will is done perfectly in heaven. Now, Lord, in my life, as you have spoken in heaven, let it be done in me. Let it be done in me. No matter what the cost. Well, I trust that you're working everything together. You're working the bad and the good. When you, when you get done with it, I don't know how you do it, but, but when you get finished with it, it's good. Have you ever tasted bacon soda by yourself? It's nasty. But if you're going to do cookies from scratch, you got to put some bacon soda in it for a Right. Somehow, when you put bacon soda with flour, flour by itself is nasty. Have you ever had a plate of flour? Some of y'all have had sugar by itself, but we ain't going there. But when you put it all together, mix it, and put it in some heat, isn't it amazing what comes out? It's, it's science. Well, God wants to put the bad with the good in your life. Put it in the oven. Bring you out so that folks can say about you, amazing, amazing. Listen, there is agreement. Amos says, two can't walk together unless they're in agreement. Are you agreeing with God? Because unless you are saying, Yes, Lord. You know what I do? I hear the choir singing, and they sing us some truth. I say in my heart, I agree. Yes, Lord. Actively, you ought to be agreeing the stuff that he's saying. When you read the Bible, just don't read. Agree with what he said. I accept that as I'm preaching. Just don't sit there and go to sleep. But actively agree with truth so it can be true to you. Because until you agree, you, you, you listen, when you don't 
agree, you're already agreeing with something. When we don't agree with God, by omission, you're agreeing with Satan. I don't know about you. I'd rather agree with the one that loves me. I'd rather agree with the one that knows me. I'd rather agree with the one that died on Calvary for me. I'd rather agree. Listen, there's some things you got to know. You got to know you're a child of God. You got to know that he loves you. You got to know that he's for you. So that when life hits you, you can stand flat-footed. I know I'm covered. I know he got me. I know I'm coming out of pure gold. Listen, it's all about your agreement that the blessing and power of God can be released in your life. Let's go on. Let's go on. He says, he says, he says. He said, let's listen to agreement. First John 5 and 7. So there are three witnesses in heaven. Oh, there are three that agree together. The Father, the Word or the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These three are one. Okay, another agreement. Luke 3, 21 and 22. When all, people, when, when all the people was baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. While he prayed, the heaven opened up and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form as a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven and said, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. That's agreement. Amos 3 and 3 said, can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Listen, that's why the, that's why the Lord said, you can't marry, don't marry somebody unequal yoke because unless the yoke is equal, you can't agree. Come here, come here. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Him and I have to be at the spirit, same spiritual level so as I share my walk with him, he don't give me bad advice. He got to see what I see. You see that? So now that he sees what I see, we can agree, but watch this. We have to agree on Jesus leading us. If he's leading us, then we are greeting on Jesus. Now watch this. Now, hold his hand. Now, it's just not us two. Jesus is in the midst, and we have a trinity. You see that? Listen, sit back down. There's no power in just us agreeing, because neither one of us got power. What we agree on is what the word has already said, or what the word is saying in our spirit. So now, him and I can encourage one another in believing what Jesus has said. If I'm down, he can pick me up. If he's down, I can pick him up. When he's struggling, I can pray for him. When I'm struggling, he can pray for me. Listen, I hope you got somebody like that. Listen, in the moment that he gets off the word, I let go of him. You know why? It costs me too much to get where I'm at. Oh, you don't hear me. I can't agree with everybody. Only if you agree with the Lord can I agree with you. You got to watch 
who you are in company with. Listen, unless I can pull you my way, he will pull me his way. I've seen so many people who married somebody who wasn't as strong in the Lord because I won't marry a Christian with a non-Christian. So notice, don't come to me if they don't know the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Folks that cussed me out, that got mad at me, it still don't change my mind. I seen the wreckage. I seen the wreckage. I seen Christian folks get out of church and don't know what they believe after a couple of years. Because the one that did not believe pulled them because you can't agree going in two different directions. And if they won't come your way, you probably gonna go. So, so, so I said it publicly, if you are a Christian and you're trying to marry a non-Christian, don't come to me. So the Bible said, don't be unequally yoked. Matter of fact, let's not go there, okay. Let me stay on the green. Let me stay on the green, man. I'm about ready to chase that rabbit all the way home. You gotta know you somebody. You gotta know, you gotta know that God got vision and purpose for you. We got listen, what happened to you is not you. That's what happened to you. You know what? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Let me play the devil for a moment. I see Otis at birth. And I see God got a calling on his life. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in his life. I'm going to allow stuff to happen in his childhood to try to stop him from becoming what God is calling. Now hold on, what's this? The devil threw it. But you can do what you want to with it. Listen, listen. You can catch it and hold on to it, forever be stuck by it, or you can throw it away. Don't throw it at somebody else, man. Did you see that? But wait a minute, that's what we do. Instead of giving, you know who he should have threw it to? Back at the devil are giving it to Jesus. And allow the Lord to take that which was meant for your bad and turn it for your good. Can, can, can you trust God for what you don't see? Philippians 1 and 6 says, he says, he says, I have started a good work and I will continue it to completion. So listen, don't quit on God halfway. Did you hear me? I know it's hard right now. I, I know you're hanging on by a thread. But if you hold on, God will see you through. You got to teach yourself to get in spite of praise. In spite of praise, I 
but I have made up my mind. I'm going to trust him. I have made up my mind. Listen, listen. You've got to have a vision. And a vision is I see something beyond where I'm at. And my vision is stronger than where I'm at. Did y'all hear that? You know why a doctor would walk into a hospital because he lost his job two years ago and killed folks? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, watch this, watch this, watch this. They said when he got fired, he told them, I'll be back. <laughs> hold on, watch this. I want you to get into his thinking. So instead of finding someplace else better, he allowed that to fester in his thinking and in his heart for two years. You know what that is? Choice. Choice. Satan is always going to show you the negative, but God is always showing you the positive. No, he said, the thief come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come. So guess what? You, are, you, you and I are, 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 are in between two opinions. God is pulling me, but Satan is pulling me. You know what? I got a free will that I'm saving the Lord Jesus Christ that my agreement don't have to be with Satan. My agreement can be with God. And when I change my agreement, the Bible said resist the devil and cling on to God. Notice, now that I'm in Christ Jesus, I have the power to agree not with what devil is saying to me, but what God is saying to me. That's what we're seeing happening in the world. It is festering because they are agreeing with the wrong agreement. And as a Christian, we got enough promises to stand on. As a Christian, I got the Holy Spirit pulling me and yanking me. As a Christian, there's other Christians that can speak into me. That's why the Bible said, forsake not the assembly of yourselves together. You know why? I need you. You need me. We ought to stir one another up. Not negative talk. But positive talk, I need you to help me believe my God when it gets tough for me. But when I hear your testimony, when I see what you're going through, and you still praise God, you got a few years on me. And look at you, standing up, praising God. I got a question for you. Has God been good all your years? Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Watch this. Press, press. Yes, that's what he says to you. That's what he says to me. Hold on, hold on. So you've been through some bad things. But has he been good? 
in the bad thing? He what? He's always what? He's always what? He's always what? So he's going to be good to me? So will he do for me what he did for you? Is anybody in the house hearing me? Is anybody in the house hearing me? Wait a minute. We didn't set that up, but I see the glow on her. I knew if I came to her, I could get her excited. I knew that she would take over my message. I knew. Saying that, you should have been saying. 